0: Owners of a direct care practice are more likely to experience higher job satisfaction than the insurance-based practice, and it's no wonder why. Direct care is independent of insurance. Patients pay the doctor directly for their expertise. The doctor gets full autonomy in how they care for patients and how they get paid. We've chosen this path for the love of medicine. This is The Direct Care Way. By listening to this podcast, You may even start to believe that you too can have a successful direct care practice. Come listen with an open mind as I share my personal journey on how I pivoted from an insurance-based practice to direct care right in the middle of the pandemic and the valuable lessons along the way. This podcast may be the very thing you need to revitalize your medical practice. I'm your host, owner of a direct care podiatry practice, Dr. T. Nguyen. Thanksgiving is almost here, so it's only appropriate that I give my thanks to you for allowing me to be in your ears and in your brain space to learn about direct care for specialists. I really enjoy the work that I do in helping other doctors see that there is another way to practice medicine. And I'm also very grateful for every single patient who's ever showed up in my office and trusted me to take care of them, whether it was when I was with insurance or if I'm direct care now, I'm just really happy to be able to be of service to everyone who's let me in. Today's episode, I really wanted to focus on the exit plan. Now, depending on what stage you are in your practice, I think this will be relevant to you if you are an associate looking to start your own gig, um, if you are in a system and you just can't stand anymore and are wondering what it looks like to have your own practice, or... If you are a practicing physician with your own practice, but you're in insurance and you're not quite sure how to start opting out, the exit plan really is just to help you see the steps that you need to take to get to that next phase in your life. And I'm just gonna break it down real simply on the things that you need to do to start opting out and then to have that direct care practice, the practice of your dreams that you've always wanted or know that you deserve where you get to set your own schedule, you get to see the patients that you wanna see, you get to charge whatever you wanna charge, and then just have this ongoing gift of abundance for the rest of your practicing career. So what is the exit strategy that you need to have ready before you actually exit? And I think it's going to be very simple, but maybe not necessarily easy to do. There's a lot of challenges and obstacles along the way Which is why i have my coaching program where we talk about your specific scenario one-on-one but in brief big picture the exit plan will look like this number one having your finances in order now i started my practice with a safety cushion i had put aside money when i was an associate in my little piggy bank for moments like this like i didn't know what was going to happen but i knew that i needed some security before I took the jump and went off on my own. So making sure your finances are in order, meaning know what your expenses are, know that you have some security if things come up that's out of your control, or even if you're in a partnership where your partner can give you some financial cushion and alleviate some of that stress for you, that is all going to be very helpful. Maybe you have a side gig where you're making a little bit of extra money elsewhere and just create that nest egg because the more you can have control in your finances, the more options you're going to give yourself and managing your money starts right now. So squirreling away the money for that rainy day, that rainy day is going to be the day where you make the jump into direct care. Next, evaluate areas where maybe you're overspending or having expenses that are not necessary. This is what I call money suckers. So if you're living a really extravagant lifestyle beyond your means, paycheck to paycheck, now is the time to reevaluate what's really important. You really wanna put your future at the forefront and think about every purchase decision that you make. Is it absolutely necessary to do right now or can you put it off just a few more years until you're a bit more steady on your feet a lot of us are probably overspending and that is a cultural thing that we have and we really need to be able to scale back and preserve our funds in a way that helps us move to the next phase in our practice so what are your money suckers things that you absolutely know you don't need but you're just kind of enjoying the luxury of it and i'm not talking about the luxury of a starbucks coffee every now and then like i'm not having you withdraw from the basic essentials of just joyfulness i'm talking about bigger expenses like do you really need that third car you know maybe not right now that can be put off a little bit later right Just look at where money is being spent and if you can cut it down to create that safety net, that's gonna give you a lot more options down the road. So these are small, minor inconveniences in the short term that gives you long-term benefits. So that's number two, evaluating your money suckers. Number three is learning business stuff. You know, you're here on the podcast, you hear the things that I talk about, the mentality of these doctors who are making it work for them, read books, audible books, Join other business entities where you can have the same language and learn about how to run your business appropriately and profitably. That also means being open to new ideas and maybe tagging along with somebody who you think is very successful and asking them what their book list is and just getting all of that information so that you can marinate in it yourself and then start taking some action on things that. Maybe there are things that you need to let go of, like some money drama you have. Maybe you feel guilty about your price points. You know, like that that's all business stuff that we need to work on. And if you know you have a weak point, strengthen them. If you know you're an introvert and it makes you feel really awkward to put yourself out there, then read a book about how to have a business acumen around putting your stuff out there. And you can be an introvert and be successful. I see it happen all the time, especially with doctors you don't have to be an extrovert all the time. You just need to be strategic about your time when you, know, you have a reserve of energy. And if you're an extrovert, that doesn't automatically guarantee you success either. Maybe there are just some key things around how you s- communicate your messaging about what you offer and so on. Maybe that needs to be refined so people can understand what exactly it is that you offer and how they can find you. So those are just business things that you just accumulate on and on and on. You don't ever stop learning. So learning business stuff is highly, highly recommended. And you can do that either through reading, audiobooks, or just learning directly from other successful business people. So once you get all that stuff under your belt, then you can think about starting to opt out and looking through those contracts to see what your obligations are with them is. Some insurance contracts require at least two years with them before you can start opting out. Some is gonna require 90 days or 120 days notice in advance before you're opted out. The opt out process, I've not met a doctor who said it wasn't painful. There was always some hiccup along the road, like they never received the opt out notice or it went to the wrong place or there was no tracking information on it. So just make sure that when you do decide to opt out, have a paper trail. So, that you know who to contact and who to follow up with, so that you don't get in a sticky situation where you start charging patients cash but you were still opted in because then you would have to owe them money back. You know, that's gonna be your contract obligation. So, those are just the major things to think about to create your exit plan. Now, the finer detail of your exit plan is creating your name as the brand. You are the brand, not the person you're working for or not the institution you were associated with previously. You own your name. So what you can do right now is start a website of your name and then that way people know how to contact you. They can stay up to date with you. You can start having an email campaign where you connect with people and let them know what you're up to where you're providing essential information as it relates to your business, that kind of stuff. So a website is really easy to start with. Uh, It doesn't have to be complicated. There are systems like the credit card merchant square where you can create a website easily. All you need is your name, your contact information, and some valuable resources to your ideal clients. Post it on there so that when you're ready to have your own practice, whether it's a building at a facility or you're doing telehealth, it's all there. People can just find you by simply typing up your name on Google. So you want to start building that library. So the website means that you also need a domain, and the domain is the name of the website, the URL. So if you want to go to Namecheap or I think GoDaddy was an option. I'm currently using Squarespace.com, where you just purchase the the name of your name. Maybe it's you know mine is Dr. T Podiatry, but maybe yours is Doctor Something So and So. Or you know something something MD or something something DPM or DO you know like you decide what that domain is. Just make sure that it's easy, and short, uh, and concise so people can finally find you. Then you own the, the you own the domain the URL. You might need to do some back work and check to make sure that you're not using um, a trademark name. Google in trademark names and it'll give you a database of names that have been trademarked and you know you don't want to use that. You just want to use your name because your name is your name and make sure nobody else owns it next i would advise uh you to do to be more present on social media like facebook TikTok, instagram youtube twitter which i don't use at all but um you you want to be in front of other people and the best and easiest way to do that is on social media and it's totally free all you need to do is spend a little bit of time on what to post but getting that under under your belt so you know that it's there for you and then people can find you and connect with you is the next best thing that you can do. That's just part of the exit plan. You know, you haven't totally exited yet, but you're planting the seeds for what's to come. So if you're looking to leave employment and you don't want to have a conflict in your contract, you know, nobody owns you your name. But there might be some restrictions around taking pictures of patients within that facility. You know, there there could be a covenant in your contract regarding that type of information that you collected during your employment. So just make sure you... Go over it with, with a lawyer and make sure you're not violating anything in your contract before you start to do things and create uh, assets, marketing products for yourself. And you know the last thing I want to see is you doing something that harms your current employment situation. So just be really smart about it. Be mindful. You're just creating your name, the products, the stuff that you produce, you know, it should be informative. It should be valuable for people who you're trying to attract. And it's as simple as getting a domain, getting your website, and getting on social media. So just those three things can get you started right away with creating your brand of who you are. Now, once you start moving along and you realize you know people want to connect with you outside of your business place, you can just refer them to the website. I didn't do this back in the day because I wasn't very involved in social media. Um, I actually didn't know that was a thing, but I'm using social media a lot more to leverage my exposure to people which is totally free and it's it seems kind of silly to not be on social media now because when somebody has a problem and they're looking for stuff they're going to go to google first and then they're going to do a background check as to who you are what you're like what your credentials are um, are you in the community what other contributions do you have over somebody else so that's the value of creating your own avatar and you know the professional version of yourself on social media so that's your exit plan you know of course it sounds kind of easy as i'm explaining it but once you start doing the work it's it is a lot of work to sit down and do a budget plan to know what's happening to your money or to even you know be worried about do you even have enough money to start i get that i was there not too long ago so where i was back in the day when i was employed i didn't know i was going to open my own practice. But I knew something had to change. You know, I wanted freedom in my schedule and I wanted to do what certain things in my specialty and I wanted to get paid. That was very simple, just business is math. I just wanted to make all the math work, You know, trading my time for money and also proportionate to stress. I didn't wanna be overly stressed either in the work that I was doing. So back then I started from scratch. I opened a whole new practice. I wasn't really using social media. I was on Google for a little bit and that was about it. Now that I've transitioned to a cash practice, I am interacting directly with the public, with people who don't need a referral to me, with people who are looking for a second opinion for a different experience in medicine. And so I have to show up online as a persona for people to find. And I say persona in the sense that I'm really only online to connect to my business. And that means I'm not sharing a whole lot about my marriage. I'm not sharing a whole lot about my daughter. You know, I'll sprinkle some of that stuff in there just to share with people like the small bits about my life, but I'm predominantly online for other people, for other people to find me. By doing that, I set some boundaries about my time. And you know, social media is a tricky place. You can easily go down the rabbit hole and find yourself in a space that you didn't intend on going to. You know, the news has a way of drawing us into negativity and bad things that are constantly happening around us. So be mindful about how you spend your time and where you're spending your time and just making sure that if you're gonna spend your time there, make sure there's a return on investment. So I'm on TikTok. Yes, I consume it, but I'm also mostly there to study and see what people are interested in. And that's how I start creating like content. So that was just a side note about how to use social media. It could be good. Could be bad. You know, you decide on how it's going to work for you. And I've chosen to use it as a marketing tool. You might have some hesitation about starting on social media, which I get. It's not exactly intuitive to just show up and talk about your stuff all the time. But it's the best way to get people to know about you. I get people coming up to me very frequently saying that they've been following me on social media and they know me within the community, or they say things like, "Your marketing is." On par you are literally everywhere i see you on all of the different channels i see your brochures all over the community and so on and that took a lot of footwork a lot of elbow grease and i'm so proud when someone says that to me because i never know if what i'm doing is working and the secret sauce to business ownership is really to believe that everything that you're doing is working towards something it all matters they are all little seeds that you start to plant you water it and then you eventually watch it grow and the one piece of the business that people often overlook that is a complete necessity to growing a successful, profitable practice is time. A lot of this just takes time. So simply hanging your shingle up and telling people you have a medical degree, fellowship training, all of the credentials that you've earned, all the board exams that you've passed does not sell. That does not sell. You telling people what problems you solve and who it's for, is what sells so the way you deliver your message is so much more important and we learned so little of that in our medical training that that is what i have available to you if you decided to join my coaching program and purchase the course and we talk about all this and more so it's november i've decided to do something a little bit more challenging for myself and for this community i've opened up a second coaching call opportunity So that we're not meeting once a month, we are now meeting twice a month, which means you're going to be held much more accountable to the things that you need to do to work on your business, whether you're employed or self-employed, for you to get to that next phase in your practice where you start seeing direct care patients and you start experiencing life without the stress of insurance, the stress of a triple booked schedule, the stress of paperwork, prior authorizations, you know, are you going to get paid and so on. Instead, we are all going to be in a space where we are going to charge our worth. We're going to see patients who respect us. We're gonna be doing stuff that we enjoy. That is what direct care offers. So if you wanna work with me, I invite you to click the link down below in the show notes where it says work with me, and please join us on the call. I'm here for you, whatever phase you are in your practice, whether you just wanna have one-on-one conversation just to see if I'm a good fit for you, I have that option available, or whether you're trying to get to your next six figures i'm there for you too i have the experience to help you navigate the uncertainty of opting out and there's a whole community with you too so that is your exit plan i hope you start getting to work and if you have any questions you know where to find me i will catch you next week and i wish you a very happy thanksgiving take care i'll see you then thank you so much for being here with me if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more please like share and subscribe. So more people like you can have access to another way of practicing medicine, the direct care way. Let's connect, find my info in the show notes and send me your questions. It might be the topic for future episodes. And lastly, if you remember nothing else, remember this, be the energy you want to attract. See you next time.